Yeah, but it's been it's been a a, a crazy fucking start. <laughs> like, what's the crazy start to the week to fucking have protesting happen around the you know? Yeah. Uh. So we live down the street from. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Yeah, we live down the street yeah. from Nuri Martinez. There's been Welcome protests back. for her being caught a year ago recorded being racist. Um, and there's calls for her to step down. We'll see what happens. I think she's going to resign. She should resign. Yeah, uh, that language a, is uncalled should, yeah. for. But yeah, um, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the beard of the week as we start yeah, off. Yeah, let's get this motherfucking show on the road. And we're going to jump on the Red Ale Lincoln Beer Companies from Burbank, California. The Rail Splitter. We're hopping on the Rail Splitter, motherfuckers. Choo-choo. Uh, it is a healthy malt presence, a sprinkle of roast, and a touch of sweet. With a clean finish. It's a motherfucking 25 uh, IBUSs, IBUSs, uh, 5.5 uh, uh, AVB, and it is a vegan-friendly, uh, whatever the fuck that means. So it's a family-owned and operated uh, brewing company, so uh, it's just a fucking red can with a Lincoln hat. Lincoln, you know, the president yeah. type of hat. So you always what kind of hat that would be. Always store and serve cold. Um, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's a nice, beautiful, deep red kind of uh, can with a silver and black writing on it. Almost like uh, Lincoln Beer Company is, uh, it looks like they're Raiders fans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they might be. I mean, I'm just kidding. kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, simple logo, nice, clean top hat, clean writing. Um, the red ale. It's they got some class if they like the Raiders, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ciao. <laughs> Careful, you'll get stabbed in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, no. Dispensa, amigo, dispensa. Uh, <laughs> uh shout out to our uh, our boy Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Raider Nation, I guess. Raider Nation to the death. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean it's smells- black and gray, bro. It smells like red ale. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I don't really uh yeah, it it actually Yeah, actually it smells it doesn't smell bad. It doesn't have fucking very, uh, uh, a deep, a very deep odor or anything like that. It smells fucking clean, uh, like kind of what it says on the can, but uh, clean finish or whatever the fuck. So let me get a let me get a taste. Yeah, of this shit. Uh, tasting it, it is a very mild red ale. Like I've had red ales that have a nice kick to it. This is a very mild red. Um, it's a little oaky, a little nutty, nothing too crazy. Um, w- one thing I did get this at- oaky and nutty. Yes, yeah, you, know, it you, is. Know, you know, it's not n- nothing. It's pretty clean. It is a very clean red ale. Uh, red ales don't tend to be this clean, at least in taste profile. Yeah, this shit's fucking really smooth. Yeah. This is definitely a beer that I would, um, I think I would go back to this for sure because it's just so smooth. It's real. Uh, that's like the fucking can says. It's real clean, yo. It, it is a very real, clean. It's real it clean is, and refreshing. It is a drink. very clean red ale. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it caught me by surprise because I usually. Expect my red ales to have a little bit more of a kick to it, um, a little bit more is, taste. Uh, yeah, no, it's not that it, it doesn't have the taste; it has a taste there. But I didn't expect it to be as clean finishing as this one was. Uh, uh, top ten films of the week, as we always cover uh, for the weekend box office of October October seventh through the ninth, uh, week number forty. We have a Smile maintaining its first place position at eighteen million dollars. It's only seen an eighteen percent drop. From weekend to weekend, so it looks like it's got pretty good word of mouth. I think most films drop about fifty percent, sixty percent, even block, but you know, like films in general, yeah, uh, drop that. We have Lyle Lyle Crocodile opening up at uh, eleven 
million dollars. La la crocodile. Um, animated film. I Crocodilo. Think, I think it's an animated. Yeah, film. and um, <clears throat> I believe it is. It is okay. And then we have uh the David O. Russell film Amsterdam, opening up as well in third place with only six point four million dollars. I which is honestly uh, I'm glad that it didn't do so hot because David O. Russell has been accused of being. Uh, really abusive. Apparently, he went at it with Amy Adams, where Christian Bale had to step in when they were filming American Hustle. Ah, okay. Uh, he berated Lily Tomlin uh, on the set of I Heart Huckabee. And uh, in an article, he has, it looks like he has admitted to touching his 19-year-old niece. It's really weird and gross. And there's been a lot of calls to, like, de-platform David O. Russell. You know, I, I, I haven't read the article i don't know but i I know that there's been these accusations flying out about him so that's why a lot of people were like don't go watch amsterdam weird yeah they were like don't go watch amsterdam uh amsterdam amsterdam yeah (laughs) uh you have the woman king opening up in fourth place with uh not not opening up uh going from third to fourth with 5.1 million dollars you have don't worry darling actually still in the top 10 with $3.5 $3.5 million. Avatar uh, slips to number six with $2.7 million. The 2022 re-release right before the, you know, big, woo, Avatar 2, Electric Boogaloo comes out, When does I that shit come out? Uh, December. Oh, uh, you have Barbarian opening up. looking forward to it. Uh, Barbarian maintaining its seventh place position from uh, last week at $2.1 million. You have Bros dropping to eighth place, going from fifth to eighth. And Top Gun Maverick in ninth That's place right, baby. Yeah. with $805,000. So I think this Take will probably it. be the last week you'll, see, you'll really bank. see it. I mean, they'll keep it in there as long as they, as long as long it's making money for them, they're going to keep it in there, Yeah, uh, well, even with its sales. And then you have uh, Terrifier 2, the sequel, opening up uh, in number 10. I never it. heard of it. You never heard of Terrifier? It's no. a scary clown, black and white. He's like a fucking psychotic murderer. No. No? I yeah, think I've probably seen the pictures of it, but probably. I always skip uh, yeah, uh, it was popular enough to get a sequel. Uh, so, you know, opened up with $805,000. I have to watch it now. I, am, I imagine that uh, it's definitely... At one point, I was really trying to get into, like, uh, low-budget, like, non, like, fucking, like, popular films. Just yeah. Just, like, random fucking horror stuff. But it's just so much. Oh, there's so much. And the thing is, it's so much shit. Yeah. That it gets just, uh, it just gets overwhelming. So I had to just like step away from it. For- it gets buried amongst itself, right? Because yeah. there's just so much horror. Yeah. Horror is cheap to make, honestly. Yeah. Like it really is cheap. Uh, you know, you can make uh, anything from fifty thousand to you know a twenty-five million dollar horror film, and uh, and and it can, yeah, depending on how good you make it, you can fucking depending you can put, on you can put some numbers up. Uh, depending on the team that you have put together and the yeah. people who are really passionate about. It. I mean, honestly, like. It, I understand, you know, the the allure of horror films. Horror from, films are a lot of fun, depending on what you're looking for. I don't really like low budget, super cheesy, corny horror films. Yeah. I like my horror to be a little bit more serious, uh, a bit darker, with some good gore. For me, um, people who love Zombievers, I watched it and I oh, hated man, it because no, that fucking movie sucks. Because for me, I that's not what I look for in yeah. my horror film. My horror film is more like Hellraiser. Speaking of the original Hellraiser, we watched it. Um, yeah, my first time. Maybe it actually looks like there are moments in it that rekindled in my mind as a child, but I don't recall it very well. Okay. Um, and honest for me, 
Hellraiser wasn't bad, the original, uh, the 1987 film. Um, I think it was pretty super, super uh, weird in the beginning. I I uh, think it's a little, you're just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on exactly. Yeah. yeah, because it does set up an interesting mystery. Apparently, it was Clive Barker's first official, like, directorial debut film yeah so some of it feels a little bit clunky some of the acting is a, a bit clunky from scene to scene um i but i think visually it's still very disturbing the body the body horror oh yeah yeah um, that fucking that shit is hard to to mimic you can't because it's like they fucking putting all their all their craft into it you know what i mean the fucking yeah. The guys that do that shit or the women, the people that do that shit, they fucking put their fucking heart and soul into that shit. So when you film it like that, it's just, it's, you can't compare it to like um, digital shit, you know? Yeah, and eventually like um, even with even how... Although, I think digital and, and the digital and the prosthetics, like when you do it straight up like together, I feel like that's the best way to do something. Right, that's why uh, Jurassic really Park looks, holds yeah. up so well. Yeah. It was a combination of, pros- of real practical effects and CGI, yeah, and the balance worked out really well. But this one, yeah, those, because those, those fucking those technical terms, yeah, CGI and all that yeah, shit. Because you know, uh, I mean? you know, in the 1980s, they didn't have CGI. What's he? It was in the baby steps of baby yeah. steps. Um, I think for the most part, the visuals of Hellraiser hold up decently well in some aspects and fall apart in others. <laughs> uh, when the hooks are in the skin and they're tearing on the flesh, yeah. it does look like latex being tugged apart. Yeah, but I agree. still, entertaining film overall. Uh, when The reason we're talking about Hellraiser is because we watched the latest Hellraiser, uh, 2022 reimagining of Clyde Barker's 1987 horror classic, uh, where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. Um, your thoughts as we go into this, as we discuss this. Uh, this fucking film, um, I thought was a little... I thought it was a, a different take on everything. Of course, I'm telling you, I, I remember it not being this way at all. Yeah, and that's that was one of my it's first. A, that was one of my first gets. I was like, "This is not." It's not a reimagine. It's not a remake. It's not a reboot. Yeah, it's not, it's, but I, I, it's I, a whole new story with the Hellraiser. But I, I, I like, I liked it for the most part. I, yeah. I, I think that the fucking it, the movie had a good pace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it did. It, it visually, it it hits a good amount of marks where you're like, all right, this is this isn't too shabby, you know. Yeah, um, uh, the the movie's directed by David Bruckner. It um, stars Odessa Azion as Riley. You have uh, um, Jamie Clayton as Pinhead, or they call her character the Priest. Uh, and then you have uh, Adam Faison as Colin, Drew Starkey as Trevor, Brandon Flynn as Matt, uh, Aofi Hines as Nora, and then you have uh, you know actors in prosthetics playing the other Cenobites, uh, including J- Jason Lydlas. Uh, Yinka Oloronifi, uh, Selena Lowe, and Zachary Hing as uh, the Cenobite characters. What I appreciated about the film, for, yeah. uh, speaking for myself, is I, I did like that they did lean with pr- practical effects. Yeah. A lot of times when, you know, the room shifts into the Cenobite dimension, they moved a room yeah. To make it look like the it was The fucking one that I really dug was when it's in the van, the van scene. 
Ooh, that van- fucking van scene was fucking way, really well done, man. That yeah. shit was fucking dope. It there's visually. a lot, a lot, a lot of yeah, a lot of yeah. Visually, the way they, the way what they're fucking trying to show you in 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 the film, completely just it's uh, it's really nice and refreshing to see something like that because you, this, this is the type of shit that you see very often in fucking in horror films or like it's just it it fucking it strikes you differently. You know what I mean? You're just yeah. like, oh shit, like what the fuck is gonna happen now? Like what the fuck is going on? You know that that person. If you know the fucking film, they're going into that world, into their world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that shit is is uh, I think shit. I like like I said, I think they fucking did a real good job with it all. I I think there was some interesting aspects of the story that worked for me in terms of like visual practical effects. Yeah, some but acting was like whatever. I, I think the story is really where it's kind of the weakest aspects of the film because yeah. it feels too safe. There's no real mystery. There's no real. Almost, it's more like a like a super dangerous Jumanji. Yeah, it does you know? feel like that. Yeah, because it, because that's the thing. You wish that there was real tension from these scenes to scene, but you know the basic idea is the puzzle. You sacrifice somebody, they get pulled into the Cenobite thing, and it continues on and on until you yeah, get the until final you fucking, form. Yeah, until you get back to the fucking regular form that you found it in. So it it almost felt too convenient for um, Riley to be messing with the puzzle box and not re- not cutting herself. As a sacrifice, it wasn't until yeah, I, think, I kept was thinking it the that, third or fourth. I kept thinking that shit too. I kept thinking like, why the how the fuck does she know where the fucking blade's gonna come out? Exactly, like, fucking uh, horse shit. Yeah, um, but I did like that it it tried to do something as big as Hellraiser, the original film, like telling a deep, complicated story about yeah what the family dynamic is and the real illusion of that perfect family. Because yeah, right yeah, in the yeah. original okay. film. They're they're incredibly flawed people who are putting up a front of Even, happiness. Yeah. yeah. In this film, it's about the destruction of addiction and how it affects others. You know what I mean? Riley's addiction is killing her. Yeah, and also that one rich ass motherfucker is addicted to fucking wanting more. Wanting more. Yeah. And it turns out maybe I wanted too much. And he got and he the thing is uh, that's one of the things I liked about it. Yeah. That's one of the things that I always wondered like, well, how the fuck do these uh Come, yeah, come to come to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that they show you how it kind of happens, spoiler alert, it, I thought was fucking. I was like, all right, that's a good touch to to kind of wrap all the Hellraiser type of stuff in a, where like where they came from. But of course, you know that was before I knew it was. It's just a whole complete take on of its own. Yeah, it's its own original yeah. thing. But they, I, I like that take. I like that take. You no, know I, I mean? did. I didn't hate it. I just think that. Overall, the story fell flat. That's where yeah. the, that's where the movie falls apart for me. Like, it doesn't feel you know, a, as like, if it's taking a, yeah, a, a say, big you risk. You don't you don't you don't fucking feel like you care too much about the characters themselves. Yeah. You're just watching them go through it. Exactly. That's what it, yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. felt like to me. You know what I mean? I that's like, exactly. I don't really care, but I, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's um like the 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 way they fucking shot it that house. <clears throat> I thought all that shit was fucking cool as fuck. How they had the fucking uh, uh, the house lock how itself. How he had set up the house to protect all the, him all the from centibites, his... the way they they look, the way they're dressed. Also, uh, uh, of course, since it's his own take, um, it's like their skin their skin is peeled, and that's their suit in a sense, yeah. rather than the fucking black leather. So I like that all that aspect of that kind of shit because it was a little bit more gruesome and kind of like, what the fuck are you looking at? You know, yeah, especially when um, Voight, played by uh, my boy, my boy Doctor Luca Er. Uh, Goran. Uh, oh yeah, no, I was wondering. Jack. I was like, I know, I knew he was fucking from somewhere, but I didn't know what. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, ER. Um, yeah. When 
they showed the the key or whatever device he has in his body that is pulling his nerves through. Yeah. When he starts reforming, it was awesome. Yeah, and they did it fucking like, they did it pretty badass, I'm not gonna lie. That's that's what's so fun about the movie. But it does feel like the overall story is too contained to actually explore some wild shit. It doesn't feel as wild as it could be. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And, I, and so, I fucking definitely agree with that. But I think the movie is just fine overall, and I would recommend it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I would fucking highly recommend this one. It's just it's a whole different old, uh, type of horror film that I think plenty of people would would, uh, would enjoy. Yeah. And then um, let's talk about the other short film that we watch is A Werewolf by Night uh, on Disney+. Plus. 52 minutes, 55 minutes, I think is what its runtime said, follows a lycanthrope superhero who fights evil using the abilities given to him by a curse brought on by his bloodline. Um, Starring, actually directed by uh, one of the best composers in film, uh, Michael Giacchino. Yeah. Um, Which I was not expecting him to be the director. I, I, I saw that he was it. And I got excited because it was cool to see somebody take a, a stab at something else. I don't know yeah. if he's directed anything else, but I definitely dug the fact that it he was, was trying him. some fucking yeah, okay. You know, um, yeah, because he's mostly we all know him as a composer. I mean, he's done The Batman, No Way Home, Up, The Incredibles Two. Um, also, oh, he's done some classicos in. Well, he's done. Yeah, I mean, um, damn. Zootopia, he's he's, he's all over the map. He, he's all over the place. He's done a bunch of shit, like so just this is scrolling his, his far back. Directorial review uh, debut. I believe it was his directorial debut, and he paid in a, a nice homage to. It looks like he has three credits: Werewolf by Night, Star Trek Short Treks, a short t- TV series in 2019, and a short called Monster Challenge. Okay. Uh, and this basically <laughs> falls to me like another short, even though I know it's not because it's a, it's an hour. Long, uh, starring Gail Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell, Laura Dunley as Elsa Bloodstone. Um, you have Harriet Sampson Harris as Verusa. Jack Russell, huh? of course, he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> right, the gay nine. But I mean, I want to say this: like Werewolf by Night was one of the most fun things I've seen come out of Marvel. Yeah, recently. dude, they fucking they knocked it out the park with this shit, man. It was I liked it a lot. It was super enjoyable, gruesome. Sure. It was not as humor packed as a lot of other marvel films which i appreciate because they have been soaked in humor uh recently and i'm glad that this film took a different style of doing it yeah i wish it would have been a little bit longer um but still with the length of it i think the runtime is still good in a way because they they get they get everything that they want to give you yeah out, you know what I mean? I, I think it leaves you wanting more, which is always a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it leaves you wanting a lot more. I mean, dude, when when the throats were being slashed and blood was getting on the screen, I I was hell yeah. yeah this is what cool. I want. Yeah. Which I know that being that it was in black and white, they could get away with that because it doesn't change any of the rating because it's not it red. Looks like ink. Yeah, it, it's like it, ink. It, it looks like ink. Yeah. Um, I. I like the visual style that he decided to go with. Yeah. Because it felt very classic Hollywood. Um, I like how the red fucking heart just glows. The, the bloodstone? Yeah, the bloodstone just glows and shit. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah, and then uh, my, my, my friend was telling me that um, 
the the actor who had the axe, he's popped up in a lot of Star Trek stuff and a lot of other things ah, like that. Okay, the guy, that, the, but, the, the, um, the like the Viking looking motherfucker, the Viking looking dude. Yeah, and okay. then on top of that, uh, this is based on the comic book Werewolf by Night, something that Marvel used to do big time, like Dracula and and all the Hollywood creatures that we know all the old time classic monsters yeah and it's where moon knight made his first appearance back in the 60s ah okay uh so it, that's there was a lot of excitement it was just, moon knight you can you can kind of tell it, it could be dark like dark dark you know yeah and i but honestly it one of the most fun times i've had watching this fucking uh this uh weekend and week that we took to watch these specific uh films i think uh were actually it was a good. It was a good weekend, man. These fucking th- all of them were pretty damn good. I think I was say. entertained the whole time. Yeah, Werewolf by Night was fucking badass, man. I, uh, Gael Garcia has made um, mass improvements on his uh, accent in from fucking last time I saw him in anything. To be honest, yeah, that was one of the first things I noticed. I was like, oh shit, you know, maybe that's the reason he took so so much time off. I don't know. I hadn't seen him in something in in a, in a while. Yeah, I think he's been working pretty consistently, but yeah, like his accent work has gotten nothing too fucking tremendously strong. Yeah, um, but he's always been impressive. I mean, I think that F was a fucking great actor. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, everybody I think in America knows him. Perfect timing, fucking you know, Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you know, because you should Um, go on Disney Plus and you see uh, him and you see fucking uh, uh, Diego Luna right there with on Andor. Yeah. Like, oh god. Yeah, the fir- <laughs> the first film we watched him in was uh Amores Peros. Yeah. And you didn't even want to go with me. Classic fucking film, yeah. Classic. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I was young. Yeah. No, I didn't no, know what I was course. getting myself into. Yeah. And uh it just uh, his sequence in the movie fantastic. Fuck yeah. He has the best story in the I've film. I've seen I've sure. seen that movie uh, numerous times afterwards. I remember it feeling like it was a movie that would drag on before. Yeah. And as I saw it as an adult, it's like that shit doesn't drag on at all. No, it's really, really. He plays Oct- yeah. Octavio. Yeah, Octavio. Octavio. Yeah. Um, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, most people probably know him from the film Y Tu Mama Tambien, which I've actually never seen. Me, me neither. Um, I just don't care. It's like that fucking that scene, some scene where it's supposed to be like, oh my god. It's it, it's it's about a couple. It's about a, a throuple. It's a a, a yeah. three way relationship yeah. on a road trip, and it, it doesn't strike as. <clears throat> entertaining to me it's like savages but without any uh, action yeah you know yeah but savages no don't watch that <laughs> yeah <laughs> um that yeah. was a throuple too you know but definitely but definitely watch um werewolf by night definitely watch hellraiser give it Some a shot Hayek's and fucking savages you watch that fucking movie <laughs> god damn it all right so and then, disrespect anything Summer Hikes in it. And then the last minute pick was intergalactic uh directed by fletcher M- mules uh, written by Kid Cudi and uh, Kenya Barris, Kenya Barris um, yeah. who is the executive producer of Blackish, Grownish, a bunch of different things. Um, that was fucking badass. Uh, starring Kid Cudi, Jessica Williams, Laurel, uh, Laura Harrier, Ty Dolla Sign, Timothy Kid. Chalamet, Ty Vanessa Dalla. Hudgens, uh, Keith David makes an appearance, Jaden Smith, Zero uh, Seven Zero Shake, O Seven O Shake. 070 Shake. 070 Shake. Yeah. Um, Macaulay Culkin. Which is fucking dope, dope as fuck. 070 Shake is fucking fire music. Uh, I, if I, you've never heard. I, I dig it. I, I just don't know why I said zero. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but the movie is about a young man named Jabari Charming, streetwear clad artist on the cusp of real success. 
After a chance run-in with his cool new photographer neighbor, Meadow, Jabari has to figure out whether he can make space for love in his life. Uh, I, thoughts? <clears throat> I fucking love this movie, man. It's wonderful. Fucking great, man. I, uh, I fucking love everything about it. And it ha- I'm, I'm a big fucking fan of uh, all these artists. You're a big fan of love? <laughs> uh, yeah, big fan of love, too. That that also, yeah. But the music, the animation, I admire the fact that it has its own animation style where it's kind of slowed down in a sense, almost. It does feel... You see them walking. They're moving real slow. It they're does moving- feel like... Spider-Man into the multiverse, a bit, a little bit, into yeah. The Spider-Verse. It's I think not exactly that, I think me, the same for me, animation. For me, I feel like that's kind of like the color scheme of things that kind of makes it give that gives it that vibe. The, the also the, the 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 animation is slowed down in Into the Spider-Verse. It's chopped up. It's okay. he's not he's stuttering a bit. Yeah. It, so no, this one is slowed down for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's slowed down. I also like that the story is so grounded. The story is very real. Yeah. Um, the animation style is very exaggerated. You know, when they're feeling the the highs of high of either the alcohol or, or weed that they're smoking yeah, or, smoke a lot of or too. when they're feeling the love, yeah. the, the ethereal space dance that is happening, visually, I think it had me stunned the whole time yeah fuck yeah this fucking uh film was amazingly done man yeah it it hits it was a strong week for all high marks man what what a fucking it's animated for animated film it it's just it it's different than what you're used to seeing yeah um the story like you say is fucking real it Uh, is the animation still kind of feels like something you know but in a different way and the and world the music is fucking great. The world feels like it's lived in, even though it's animated. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, Jabari's character, his best friends, they felt like people you would know. You yeah. would have the guy who is all about, hey man, you just got out of a relationship. You should be fucking as much as possible. And then you have your other friend who's just like, feel it out, bro. Like, just go with it. Yeah. Eat ease into things you know I, I mean in the voice acting yeah you're right just it's, ride the wave and everybody does a good wave. fucking everybody does an amazing job voice acting wise I knew who they were as soon as I saw like I didn't know Ty Dolla Sign was in this and Ty Dolla Sign is one of my fucking favorite artists um, I didn't know if Jaden Smith was in it I like a few fuck I like Jaden Smith, Smith played the young yeah. man who had ghosted the girl yeah and uh, they told him like nah man don't do that yeah don't right that. away when he starts to talk I'm like oh fuck I know who that is oh, 070 Shake same I'm, uh, I like the music a lot and I was like second uh I think that's something also that I, I was able to admire because I know these artists for what they do uh, regularly on a yeah. regular basis, and to see them and put and the way they pull it off is super fucking smooth. But what I also liked is that, like you know, the idea that as men we should push back on things that aren't okay. When his best friend is like calling women bitches, yeah, and Kid Cudi's character is like, dude, you you don't have to use that kind of word, and you see that his friend is like, not completely understanding yeah um you know because you do have friends like that you're like they're just not gonna get like where the course correction is yeah and, and, and also man, the fact that like it, man. You, you're being a bitch right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and also the idea that men should help men be better right when they talk to the young 
the young boy yeah. who's like, I ghosted her. They're like, nah, man, like you got to go and tell her. He's like, ah, I don't want to though. Like, yeah, like, yeah I'm gonna listen. To I'm gonna have to call the cops. Yeah, I'm listening to you guys right now, but I'm not gonna listen to you guys later. <laughs> exactly. But the <laughs> fact that you know that there was there were little moments where there was this pushback on what it is these ideas that we've I don't know fallen into as men uh, of how we should function. I think it w- it was nice to see at least a little pushback, but it was also nice to see the the f- the, the 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 woman's perspective of things. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The the their hesitation with stuff and how to navigate that crazy world, also while living in the world of dating apps and the bullshit that that comes with. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine having to online on, online date. Um, at, at this point in time, being married for almost 20 years, uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine it because I don't have the patience. I don't have the tolerance for it. Um, uh, you know, I, I just it, I also know it's a, it's a different world. Yeah, uh, I course, think that's what's yeah. so difficult about the connection between people now is because we've shifted so much to this online world. And you put on these fake personas when, when really like I enjoyed that they almost they naturalistically fell into a relationship together they were vibing yeah and initially they're you know they're both afraid because they're so focused on their dreams they're like can i make this work and the 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 struggle also of hey our relationship ended but we're still sort of cool uh all, all those weird things i get you into trouble i've been yeah. i've been there you know but that's a thing that i appreciated about this fucking movie is that it didn't shy away from all the weird things that we do as people to, yeah. to navigate. It felt like guys you knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like these were fucking people that you uh, encountered. I mean, because, I mean, honestly, the, the whole thing of, oh, the picture that he got, he wasn't doing anything. But that picture made her be like, I don't know if I want to pursue something with him. Yeah. He's a playboy. And the fact that he didn't have the real difficult conversation about, hey, this is never going to go back to how it was. Yeah. And his own insecurities of being able to present it in a rational form and, and, and all that stuff, I think it was handled beautifully. And the music is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a lot of really good tracks coming out of it. And it's uh, Kid Cudi's 10th album that is named the same, Intergalactic. And um, it all flows really beautifully well together. I have no complaints about any of the films that we have this week. Uh, what was the weakest film, though, out of everything that we watched? Uh, for me? Yeah. Ah, man. Probably Hellraiser. That's exactly what it was for me. Yeah. It is the weakest of the three. Um, uh, so, but... But I still recommend it. I think it still should get some love. Yeah, you got... Yeah, you, I think you, it's a fucking horror... It's a horror movie, so... Yeah. For it being what it's supposed to be, I mean, you motherfuckers it, watch Shark Torn, uh, Shark Tornado, like the fuck. Yeah, Come exactly. On. But that's my fucking point. If it can, shark if it can get to that point, Ghost Shark. If it can get to that, then then for sure. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's worth watching. It's yeah, 100% it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Kenya Bear is also doing the whole Kent, the whole uh, being an intergalactic. He's he's he, I fucking like his show. I'm trying to fucking remember the goddamn name of it. You were talking about the one on Netflix, right? I yeah, forget. with I uh, never, I never with Rashida it. Jones, man. Yeah, fucking hilarious, bro. It's uh, fucking great. How how to be black? Black no. AF. Black, black AF. That's what it is. That's what it was. Yeah, okay, I was I like, fucking. That's a fucking great fucking show, man. Yeah, so we, fucking. We funny. have been um, the family and I have been watching Blackish. 
Uh, I think we're like season three now. It's really good. Yeah. I also like that they tackle difficult subjects in an honest, funny way. Uh, we've also been watching, shockingly, a show that I would have never expected. I had been recommended it, but I had never, ever thought about watching it. Yeah. Superstore. Superstore. With America Ferrera. Yeah, I've heard of that. I heard that Holy was really good, shit, too. Holy shit. That show is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I like her show, um, um, Hentified. Hentified on fucking Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's written and directed yeah, by her. Yeah, she was an executive producer, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a fucking great show, man. Great Dude. fucking show. I've been waiting for a second season for a while now. It did get greenlit for a second show, a second season, but it hasn't come come back just and yet. I think that's it. It's second yeah, season it's is fucking, all it's getting. Yeah, but it's, it's really good, too. But yeah, I mean, caught way off guard with Superstore. A, yeah. div- a div- diverse cast, funny, quirky characters. Sometimes it feels a little too real with the whole real retail world that I used to work in. Yeah. But my fucking God, it is so funny. I might have to check it out then, maybe. So funny. Um, maybe yeah. not. So for next week, we're going to watch Halloween Ends, which comes out this week, this Friday. We're going to end of the week. Um, it's going to be on Peacock and in theaters. So Peacock. if you have Peacock. <laughs> oh. Peacock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, watch that or shit. Pika, pika. We, we are going to talk about it. As always, we spoil everything because that's just the nature of the beast that we live in. Um, if you don't if you want haven't it, seen it, catch the fuck up. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, yeah, Halloween Ends is definitely on the list. If anything else pops up out Stay of home. Mind. It's the safest place to be. <laughs> watch something on TV. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes it does feel like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but guys... Um, any other films that are coming out this week? I don't. Uh, I don't. I do not know. You know we're, we're definitely going to pick a horror film, like even if it's a classic or whatever that we have not seen in a long time or whatever. We'll we'll figure something out. One of the but, one of the ones that I really like is like I fucking like uh, I can't remember the fucking name of it again. Uh, some horror movie where uh, some fucking like aliens go to the bar. Remember with has that has Jay, uh, Jay the guy Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Jason or is it Muse? Jason Mewes, aliens go to a bar. Alien goes into this bar and starts chasing these fucking people around and killing them and shit. Uh, you're talking about f- not Reaches Feast. It. Feast, I think it's Feast. Yeah, I think it is Feast. Feast, it does Jason. That I haven't seen in a long time. And I know yeah, Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes Jason is, is yeah. in that. Feast is about the, I don't know if it's aliens, but they're creatures of some yeah, sort, some, right? Yeah, like, some type of creature, yeah. Yeah. Feast, the first one, bars some of the weirdness of it all. It yeah. is pretty fucking wild. I think the second one, which continues the the feast thing, for me fell short because it yeah, just the felt like good. it just felt like oh we're we're just doing the same thing again. Yeah. It's not that clever. Yeah, uh, the first film I thought was really clever, a little gross, but ultimately very yeah. very very. Other than very that, fun. I can't remember what what's really coming out. If like old stuff, there, I, that's there's the only a bunch of stuff. I, At the end of the month, we're definitely going to watch, and that's going to be a no movie week. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, eight-episode okay. horror anthology series. Okay. comes out October 25th on Netflix. There's something on some fucking scary. Midna- the Midnight Club. I the mean. Midnight Hour on uh, Netflix by Mike Flanagan of The Haunting of Bly Manor and The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, something uh, like Midnight that. Midnight Mass. It's his newest show. Midnight Mash. Yeah. Uh, it's about a young girl who goes to a home because she is uh, dying of cancer, and there are they start telling like some st- they start telling ghost stories, but it's all interconnected. Yeah, that's what it um, is. Yeah, uh, I hear mixed things about it from people that I've talked. They haven't spoiled anything because uh, my friends seem to be pretty polite about that stuff. 
Uh, unlike us on this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. You got to yeah. find out about it soon enough. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, if, if there is anything... We will post uh, on Instagram. You can find us there. Yeah, if you have we, anything to recommend us, yeah. we'll, uh, any horror film you want us to check out, we watch will it. watch Bullet Train. I swear to God. I am. Uh, I've been wanting to watch Bullet Train too. Yeah. So maybe Bullet Train and Halloween ends. I think Bullet yeah. Train's on sale now. I, I you know, I, I'll well, have to. Yeah, I, I'll have to look it up because I, I, I don't know if I want to go to the theater. I got my Chemical Romance this Saturday. I'm ready to get my fucking emo on and be like, I'm not. Okay. You start crying right there. Oh, uh, maybe. Jesus Hell yeah. Christ. Oh, well, it's gonna be a fucking banger. Good luck, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't know who's gonna open up. I hope it's not somebody like Taking Back Sunday. Charlie, Charlie's favorite band is fucking That's Taking fucking Back horrible. Sunday. I cannot stand. It's fucking those. horrible. I cannot stand that. Um, I only like like two, two or three songs of My Kim Rome. My Kim Rome? Yeah, but my Kim Rome. Yeah, but that's the reason I can say I'm a fan because I actually like something of theirs. So yeah. I'm not those type of like, oh yeah, I like their couple of songs. They fucking suck. Yeah. But if if you were to ask me truly down deep inside, not fuck no, yo, I would never go to my Kim Rome concert. But you I'm go, not you that go deep to one of it. the most like overhyped. I'm gonna go to Descanso Gardens instead. Go frolic in the wilderness. <laughs> dude, that place is wonderful. Yeah, they have I like went a for the first time. They like a Halloween thing. Uh, oh, do they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have to check so that I'm out. Going, going I want to do Halloween Horror Nights, honestly. Like, that's what I want to fucking do. Um, I'm like, whatever about that I, shit, It's just man. fun to me, for me. I like the artistry. I like the design of stuff. Um, but it's, I think they always, I don't, I've never been impressed. I feel like I, I've gone through all the Horror Nights, like so, to most of them, or some of them at least. Yeah. And, uh, it's never, it's never for me to be like, oh, take, taken back. I just don't. It's like whatever. It's like fucking doesn't even. Well, I, for me, it's more like I enjoy it. It's, it's these neat. motherfuckers like, just annoy me coming up to me with a chainsaw trying to trying to scare me and shit. Like, oh yeah, fuck no, out no, of that here. stuff. I know. I don't. I don't. Typically... Dude, that's that, that. That's all. I, that's all I get out of it in a sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Other than that, like I said, the amazing, the unimpressive. I'm not scared. I'm not fucking like ooh like there was, ooh like there, wow. There oh, was my one. There was one. I get May. to go on the studio tour at night. So Ooh. you know who uh, who does not get scared. Like the at only all. thing I like about it is that you get to go to the back lot and walk where the fucking uh, uh, yeah. And this year they have a Jupiter's claim. They've like rebuilt it. And you can walk through. Yeah, I think that's um, probably much like like the like the war of the world when you walk the plane crash. Yeah, I think that's fucking cool. They had a they had a walking Other dead that, one one time where you're walking through zombie infested areas and that was that was neat. It, it's just kind of neat for me. Like it's not scary. Yeah, but I, I do enjoy that people get scared. But there was one maze. I will say this, and it was towards the closing of uh, of Halloween Horror Nights. It was the Frankenstein versus the Wolfman maze. Okay, because at that point there was nobody walking in front of us. You're walking into a because that's a problem. I I always feel is that because you're walking through these mazes with a ton of people, you see people reacting ahead of you. So therefore, you anticipate what where it's coming from. You yeah. can see it. So this time, because Charlie doesn't flinch. I'll say that. That motherfucker does not flinch at all. Like, I will sometimes get caught off guard, be like, Dah! I'm like, you son of a bitch. Uh, but I don't, you know, it's not, oh, my fucking God. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just every once in a while, somebody will pop up and I'll, and I'll just like twitch a bit. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm terrified. But that one time we went through that fucking maze and there was nobody in front of us at all. You couldn't tell where shit was coming. Fuck. They, 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 they got us a whole ton. Like, it got to a point where some of our friends in our group were trying to run ahead through the plastic tarps because they didn't want to walk into the room and be like, 
fucking startled. They were just running through it. And I, that's the only time I've ever in the almost 10 years of going to Halloween Horror Nights yeah. where something like that has happened. Okay. And I, But it was also because it was already close to closing time and there was nobody else. Okay. And that's the like, only maybe like that'd be That's a, a little bit different. Yeah. But... Yeah, like but I other said, for me, it's that's, like, eh. that's, cause that's that's my complaint about the walk through mazes because there's so many people. You see them, you hear them, so you know something's coming. So it's yeah. not, oh no, I'm gonna get caught too. So you're just walking through like, oh, that's cool, that's a neat costume. Oh, that's that's a cool design. I I did like. I just the- get over it because it's like, it's the same thing almost every fucking year essentially. I mean, it's just not much. Of, yeah, it's not yeah. much of a difference. No, it's not because I'm not even getting scared because I'm fucking going in a line of a thousand people and the fucking guys in front ten feet, of, not less than ten feet in front of me. You know what I mean? I can't even stick my hand. I can touch the fucking back. Yeah. So that and then like you walk, you get in there. It's all the same thing. It's nothing. And the, if, the if you don't, light, the loud yeah, if sounds. you don't, if you don't, yeah, if you don't go, uh, or hold up the line yourself Which to I walk do. through there. I think like that's it's definitely probably a better experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, I the, like one that, thing I, 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 would, get, I would definitely be like I'm down for that. You know what I mean? I always, I always hold up friends like when they have a heart attack. I tell them I'm tying my shoe, guys. Hold on, and then the the universal employee be like, "Come on, guys, let's keep the line moving." I'm like, "Oh, hold on, I'm just I'm almost tying my shoe. I'm just don't my friends to walk w- without me." So then that we will continue buy us a little bit more space before we catch up to things. It makes the maze a little bit more fun. Though, yeah. there, there, though some of the. The creature things are really cool. The alien versus predator one was really nice because they had a, uh, you know, twenty foot tall queen alien on a barn with people operating the arms. And that stuff I find neat. It's not, you know, uh, the jump scare stuff because that doesn't yeah. really get me. Yeah. Um, yeah but um, find us again. Instagram, the Renderos Bros. Recommend stuff. We will watch Bullet Train. I know some of you have been asking for us to watch this film. You know, if you guys fucking know of anything like uh, scary uh, houses or mazes or some shit that you guys want us to go check out and see what we think about them, we're down for that know. too. Yeah, um, let us fucking know. You can find us individually on Instagram. I am Render Me Sam. I'm Hollywood Mike with a double I in Mike. Yeah, we come out every Tuesday. Um, Tuesday afternoon is uh, typically an hour where we're coming out. Uh, because yeah. I do like that my Mondays are pretty packed with meetings and other things like that. So we record now Tuesday afternoon. And I like it because uh, Mondays it. are the first day back at work. It's hard. And they fucking suck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Tuesday afternoons we'll be releasing. Um, yeah, guys, we're going to catch you guys next week with Halloween ends and something else. I haven't decided yet. We haven't decided yet. But we will We will watch another film. And then uh, we will discuss... I would say rather quickly the She-Hulk season finale, which is this week, which honestly, let's be honest, we really like the show. It's a a fun show. Yeah, I went Um, back and saw a couple episodes, and they were good, man. Yeah, so uh, it's not gonna be a surprise. Um, There's, I I don't, there's nothing about the show that I particularly hate at all. Yeah, same here. I I can't say uh, too many negative things about this shit besides the fact that just a lot of this, this, if as good as it is, and the fucking fact that they didn't put the budget behind it. It's fucking... It's, it's fucking uh, yeah. fun. It's like, why the fuck would you not put the money behind something like this? This is fucking great. They, I hope they double the budget. If they do yeah. another season, they, they have to. They win, have to. They have to fucking because, do But the show is really, still fun. Yeah, really good. But anyways, guys, we'll catch you guys next week. Remember, anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. Um, stay? Stay wild and holler at us. Hey, Nuri, I, I really I really need you to turn in that resignation. Uh, Bye. ASAP. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>